Hello, 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 and welcome back to the New Friends Podcast with your host, Sylvia Costa. What's up, everyone? I am back, and I am back with a solo episode. I hope that you guys enjoy just hearing me this time. I'm definitely due for like a recap. Let's go. Let's talk about how I'm ending the year this year. I'm going to try to do a video recording of this. I'm sitting in front of my Christmas tree right now. I look green in the video, so I don't know how the video is going to look, but I'm going to try to do a video audio episode. If you can see, my tree is the brightest tree you will ever see because I use like six different lights, strands, because my mom always said you need the tree to glow within, and it's freaking glowing within. I use way too many lights, and I've had my tree up since probably a week before Thanksgiving. This week, this year, everything's different. Last year, my tree looked like shit because my little one was in the stage of just grabbing everything. And so he um, really messed up her tree last year. And so my tree was basically decorated from the middle up. So I'm redeeming myself this year. And now I have a puppy. So once in a while. He grabs an ornament, but not as, still not as bad as my little one. Anyways, guys, what the heck has been up? There has been a lot up and a lot down in my life. This past weekend was really cool because we celebrated my niece's fourth birthday. Whoop, whoop, happy birthday, Sienna. We love you. My little niece is four years old. We went to like a little jumpy house place. Kids had so much fun. We loved it. And from there, I went back to my parents' house, went back to the hut, and I had a long day of doing hair. I did my sister's hair. I got my mom's hair. I did my aunt's hair. And then I ended up the next day cutting my four-year-old niece's hair, giving her a big girl haircut. So lots of servicing this weekend between working at my studio doing lashes and doing hair on the side. And then we ended up all spending the night at my parents' house. My mom was overjoyed because my house growing up has always been the house, like the fun house. My mom was definitely known as like the fun aunt. And would throw the biggest parties. We would have like 60 to 100 people at our house. And I would have to say, we made great hosts. We really um, took that in as, as quite a job. So it had been a while since we had like a sleepover at my parents' house. So we spent the night in my parents' house. And my aunt and I made the best midnight snack that you guys are probably going to think is disgusting. So, as one does at my parents' house, we were searching for food through pantries and refrigerator. Like, what are we going to eat? There's so many things 
So uh, we found a can of sardines because my dad loves canned sardines. So there was literally a stack of ten on top of each other. My aunt looked at me when I showed her the can of sardines and she was like, so we went together the best patishku, the best appetizer. I have never seen anyone upgrade a can of sardines the way my aunt did. She added garlic, olive oil, all kinds of stuff to just make it so good. We toasted bread. We had tomato with like big chunks of salt on it. And we just dipped our bread and ate, oh my God, good Portuguese cheese and had the best that when I went to the grocery store tonight with my son to get ice cream, I had a pass down the Mediterranean aisle at my local grocery store, and I picked up a can of sardines. <laughs> you know when you just have something, you just have to have it again and again? That's me. I'm that girl. So we had a lot of fun, a lot of good bonding time, spending the night at my parents, and yeah, I went to work today and came home with the kids, and now we're doing the grind all over again. Back to school for my son, and back to cleaning the house nonstop. Now that I work weekends, I don't have that traditional, like, Saturday morning clean. So my husband is typically with the kids on the weekends, so the house is crazy by the time Monday comes. So I spend like the next three days just trying to get the house spick and span. It never happens. But a girl's got to try. So that's my weekend. That was my update. We had so much fun. And then Thanksgiving, you guys, I didn't even have an episode to say Happy Thanksgiving. And we'll get into why. I didn't even really say happy Thanksgiving to any of my listeners on my page or anything. So for that, my apologies. But happy Thanksgiving, you guys. Thanksgiving is such a weird one now as we get older and we learn how we probably shouldn't be celebrating Thanksgiving. But, well, here we are still doing it. Um, I hosted my first Thanksgiving this year, which went really well. So... On Thanksgiving, we went to my in-laws' house, and we had Thanksgiving over there, which we typically do every single year. And then the next day, I hosted. It's the first time I hosted. I have been assigned the position of Thanksgiving from here on out. So I made the turkey, and everybody brought stuff. I had an Aperol spritz for the first time. My sister made an Aperol spritz, and it was chef's kiss so good i'm a fan and when i went to the grocery store today somebody was doing tastings and they of course because aperol spreads are the biggest thing right now um they were selling a canned basically basically aperol spreads it was pretty good so i got to try aperol spreads i hosted my first thanksgiving and my dad when i asked him because I didn't want to ask him on the day, because it, I would have literally flipped my shit if he would have said anything bad on the day of, because I worked my butt off. But a couple of days later, I said, Poppy, 
yeah i call my dad bobby it's weird it's a whole story i'm gonna get on them on the pod and we'll go through that i'm portuguese and i call my dad bobby which is not traditional because typically people that speak spanish would naturally call their dad bobby but yeah um so i said bobby how was the turkey and he said as a matter of fact it was excellent and i said what i could not believe it my dad is a picky man he is a shatu man so he said my turkey was excellent i have to say it wasn't excellent it was very good but there are some things i'm gonna do to hopefully make it more excellent in the years to come but that was an amazing amazing response for such a grumpy man i mean we love to call my dad the scrooge he's a grumpy man and he told me my turkey was excellent so that really from that point on really changed my life and really got me on the up my mental health went up, up, up after that. That was a huge accomplishment for me. <laughs> so I had excellent turkey, y'all. I mean, believe the man. Yeah, so that was my Thanksgiving update. I hope that you guys had lots of leftovers. We had lots of leftovers for a long time. I even made, my sister gave me a good idea. I made turkey enchiladas with the remainder of the turkey that was the best idea ever it was so tasty so we always do i typically always do like a soup or something with the turkey but because i made the turkey so different this year i felt like it wouldn't have been as good but i ended up doing the turkey enchiladas and it was a great way to use up the turkey so next year y'all and guess who is back in the house we have a special guest for the next month and that is mr luigi my son's elf and he's really made his rounds through the house the past few days so the elf is back in the house the shenanigans are happening let's go another update we have a palma update so the portuguese online radio station has added a new station to their squad so typically if you are listening to me on the palma site or Palma website or app you would hear me on the palma one station but moving forward you will hear the new friends podcast on Pama Talk. So they opened and released their new station, Pama Talk, and it podcasts all day, every day. It's been fun being able to tune in to the other shows too. Um, like I literally had it on when I was taking a shower the other day, just, just listening to my fellow podcasters, and it's been really cool to be able to just randomly dip into their podcasts too. So Pama update is that i am on palma talk i can't remember the schedule right now but i'll be able to put it in the show notes if you guys want to know my schedule on palma talk but basically my show is running more often than not through palma talk so big 
things happen over and over there with Palmer. Now we can get into the nitty gritty of my life update, which might be like the tea for you guys, but it just puts me in an eerie bad mood to even talk about it. But I feel like I have to talk about it because it was so significantly bad. And the podcast that's moving forward, not even moving forward, it's always been really mental health at the forefront. And why all of this started was because I was not doing well. And I kind of used the show as a little bit of my therapy and did a lot of inner healing work. And I was good for a long freaking time. My mental health was so well, I didn't even feel like I had anxiety which I struggle with a lot especially now that I'm a mom and the truth is I am not well and I've been struggling bad with my mental health so I've kind of joked so much about me having undiagnosed ADD um and I joke about it because I think that's naturally how people handle their really tragic, I guess, things that are happening in their life to make light of the tragedy. I don't know. I slowly got really, really bad mentally. It was like a very continuous downwards slump, I guess you can say. So, um, yeah, I talk about, I joke around with that I have like that undiagnosed ADD. But as I've gotten older and now that I am a mom and I'm a wife and life is a little bit different. So, bottom line, I ended up going to my primary care doctor and making it a priority to be evaluated for ADD. Um, And so she referred me to a psychiatrist. And so I was evaluated by a psychiatrist. And I do indeed have ADD. Ta-da! I'm mental health girly check. I have ADD like I didn't know for my entire life. And there's so much, I feel like there's so many back and forth timelines through this whole like journey in the last couple months. And just a side note, if I'm quiet, if I'm not posting anything, I'm typically not doing well. I'm typically really struggling because I'm such an extroverted girl. If I'm quiet, like, it's, it's not good. I, I tell my husband, I'm like, if I don't respond, I'm, like, beyond livid. <laughs> because this Gemini here likes to talk. And you typically can't shut me up. So you know I'm not doing well if I'm not talking. And I'm kind of just uh, hibernating. So I got diagnosed with ADD, which I have to 
think one of my cousins, when I had an episode with my sister and we in conversation were talking about how high school shouldn't determine like if you go to college or how your education is. And I discussed with her that I felt like I could have been a better student if someone would have maybe tried to evaluate me for any learning disabilities or anything like that and having ADD and having such a hard time in school because I couldn't focus. And I was looked at as such a troublemaker and this and that because I just gave up on school because it was just too hard for me. And the social aspect of school was where I thrived. So I have always lived such a fast life. Um, In high school, I did a program that allowed me to go to cosmetology school while I was in high school. So I was always go, 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 go. So in a way, the way that I think about it, I feel like my ADD was like running with me and my life in those times. Like just really was just, like I said, go, 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 go. And I never gave myself a chance to sit down. And then once I met my husband, you know, got pregnant and everything, life drastically slowed down so much. And in those years, which is why it makes so much sense why I have that podcast now, in those years of a lot of those quiet moments, I've had to really process so much. And it's only when your life slows down when you start really understanding or going through the motions of why you did things and why life is this and or that and you process sometimes a lot of these weird crazy things that have happened to you a little late so as I'm momming and wifing and everything like that and my life has slowed down I've realized now how hard it is to maintain your everyday normal lifestyle with something like ADD. And there were moments where I almost felt like I had like vertigo or something, like really like dizzy, crazy moments where I'd had to like refocus with that one eye open. I get really foggy and just, I, it scared me a lot because I'm like, what is wrong with me? So my goal for this upcoming year is just to continue to try to be on this train of taking care of myself. So I made an appointment with my primary, which is a very good first step for me because I never take care of myself. I'm always taking care of others. That's just who I am. And so this next um, year is, is really going to be about my health. And so when I went into my primary, I did all the natural the blood work and really wanted to see like what was going on and for a long time my other doctor who you know I'm not seeing anymore clearly had told me that um, I had cholesterol and had put me on cholesterol medicine and when 
I looked into cholesterol medicine, it really linked up with people that have Alzheimer's. And I really, really am trying to avoid that because it's very genetic in my family. And I've really hyper-focused on trying to do things to avoid having a really crappy disease. So when I got my results back, my blood work back, she was like, look, like you're way too young to be taking cholesterol medicine. I'm 35. And your blood tests have zero signs of needing it, which makes me so effing pissed off that I just had this doctor that was going to retire and he was just, sure. Here's a fix, here's a fix, here's a fix. And I just knew that, like, why am I seeing this? So, no more cholesterol pill ever again. I'd rather, you know, die from high cholesterol than take the cholesterol medication. It is going to, like, make me stupid nagabissa. So, I, um, and not to, and I, let me just mention this, too. The doctor, the words were, your blood test results were immaculate. So I can't believe that I was on cholesterol medicine and everything. And I, I honestly was not on the train for long, but whatever. So I told her about how I just feel so frazzled and foggy and I have to, like, my calendar looks crazy, like, because I have to be able to write things down, um, and even this conversation is, it's going to be everywhere, so I hope you're following along, in or if you're even interested, but I just was, I really, I really knew something was off, and I really, really needed help, and so that's where we were at. That's why she referred me to psychiatrist. The only way that I can get diagnosed with it was having an evaluation with a psychiatrist. Did that, got that. What led me to this idea of being diagnosed and officially having like a diagnosis of it was, like I said, my cousin reached out to me from an episode that she heard of my sister and I talking about me not having resources, I think I should have had like maybe extra test time or whatever because I felt like I had diagnosed CBD. When my cousin reached out to me, she told me, Hey, um, I heard the episode with you and your sister, and I want to let you know that I was diagnosed with ADD at 20 years old, and taking medication has completely changed my life and has completely help subside any of my depression anxiety that I have and then proceeded to tell me how she was feeling and what was going on and it was just like oh my god that sounds like me that sounds like me oh my god there's relief there's relief I have a lot of cousins that have ADD and one in particular also told me that she got diagnosed and that she's on medication and it changed her life I'm like, well, shit, I'd like my life changed. So that's what led me to the psychiatrist. So then I get on a medication. The psychiatrist tells me 
and not to also when she was evaluating me and we were doing the test she, she was like hey so since we've been on the phone on this video message you have not stopped moving i was pacing for probably an hour as she's asking me things and i think not only was it obvious that i had add just talking about my experiences but the fact that i couldn't sit the fuck down while i was talking to her i was just crazy i didn't even notice it like i just cannot sit down so i don't remember what the medication is, is called and if you guys really want to know i can just dm me or something i don't know but she told me she had me on a medication that one was an addictive um there's a lot of medications like say adderall or whatever for add can become addictive and i've never ever 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 taken anything as far as medication or anything like that so i guess my tolerance is low for any of that stuff and um so she put me on a really low dose it was supposed to be it's supposed to be something that doesn't affect my anxiety that i have like or doesn't trigger it or anything so i got the medication and my husband is the one that picked it up for me and my husband was the one to do like the consultation with the pharmacist about how to take it what can happen this and or that and he didn't really say much that night when he brought it but he's always so hopeful for things that help me because he knows that i struggle a lot with um my mental health in general i think add definitely is part of my mental health so he's he's just like well if it helps you if it helps you and so i started i started that medication and i really had no expectations of it at all um my husband every few days would check in on me like you feel different and i'm like i feel different i have a cousin that is in the field as well and i told her um what i was taking and i, I was excited in a way that i was going to be able to take something that maybe would make me feel different and be like my cousins where their whole life was changed um and she was she was like well you're supposed to feel like chill and just like relax and i just didn't feel that i didn't really like have that feeling of relax or whatever i did have insomnia that's for sure it kept me up real late at night so i took i was taking the medication i wasn't really feeling a big difference i did have a moment of clarity while i was on it um i'm not on it right now so we'll get to that i did have a moment of clarity when i was with my three boys at walgreens by myself and i don't know what it was there was not like a significant moment moment just the fact that i for the first time felt very present with them in a long time like it was just a like being in the aisles of the store my mind wasn't racing about like someone's gonna kidnap one of my kids um like 
oh my god my son is touching that germs like my mind was in a million pieces my mind was really like hey we came here for late night snacks so that we can watch a movie when we get home and everyone has their their favorite snacks that was the point of it and that was i was kind of just submerging myself and helping them find snacks and there was no little people in my head talking to me about a million different things while i was there and that felt like a very light feeling for me and in a way made me so sad because it gave me a glimpse of how heavy things are on me um and so that was probably the only moment of huh maybe this is working maybe these pills are working that was probably like the only moment that i felt that so moving forward as a week or two goes by i start becoming very irritable and i'm not noticing it because i am a portuguese woman that i think naturally wants to nag about like people not putting things where they should go and after organizing for hours in a day and then like how somehow they're not organized anymore like i thought i was having a short fuse because that's very annoying (laughs) just normal stuff you guys just like normal irritable things to be irritated about right and the mood shift was progressing and getting stronger and there was a specific moment that I'm not even going to get into that. My husband really opened his eyes and was like, okay, something's not right. So he sat me down and he was like, God bless my husband. I am. If I did anything right in my life, it was choose my damn husband because he is a good one. He sat me down, knew something wasn't right, and he let me know that when he picked up the medication for me, that the pharmacist let him know that there could be a side effect of real big mood changes, shifts. And he didn't really say anything to me before, and he wanted to kind of observe me. And he noticed a significant mood change in me say or do things um, around the kids that I would never naturally do. And so he knew something was off in that way. So, um, I had a really bad mental breakdown on the day of Thanksgiving. and. It was so bad, I literally just left the house in the morning in, like, my pajamas and slides. And I just drove around, and I cried. And I didn't even tell my husband where I was going or anything. And he meets me in the front yard when my car, when I arrive back with my car. And the poor thing, he has, like, tears in his eyes. And he's like, I'm just so worried about you. And I broke down and I was just like I feel like a monster and it was the first time that I like 
I guess was like, yeah, <laughs> something's not right with me, and I am on a downward spiral of my mental health, and my anxiety was at a high, and I hadn't had anxiety. It felt like in months and months and months, like I was doing so good, and it was very frustrating. It's, it is very frustrating for me because all I want to do is feel better, and I want to feel clear, and I don't want to feel very um overwhelmed and I have such high expectations as myself as like a wife a mom housekeeper a nanny as the cook of the family like I have a lot of high expectations for myself and I think I try to um just be this in a way like perfect person and it overwhelms me and I think with the mixture of the new medication it was just not a good situation um, and so I stopped taking that I stopped as soon as my husband and I had that conversation um, we both decided that I was going to stop taking it until I talked to my psychiatrist again and see what's going on so unfortunately she was scheduled so I We'll be talking to her in the next few days and seeing what happened and what was going on. But I haven't been that low and depressed and high anxiety in probably since I started the podcast. It's been such a struggle for me to to feel normal. I hate feeling like weak and feeling and it's scary when especially when you're a mom and have kids you're just like what is wrong with me i have also an appointment with my ob and i'm i need to see what's going on with my hormones i know for a fact after especially getting results back from my primary doctor and all my blood work and she said my blood work was immaculate it's something hormonal going on with me for sure and i already felt that Along with like my EDD stuff, I already felt like something has been so off with me hormonally. Uh, ever since I had my second born two years ago, I just can't. I have not gotten back to myself. I I am okay, but I am not at the same time. So many changes physically with my body. So many. I mean, even sorry guys if you're listening to this, but like even before my period, like a week before, the drastic change I could feel is like a wave coming. My entire back aches the week before, and um, I get dizzy, so dizzy days before to the point where I'm like, do I have to go to the emergency? Like, am I okay? I have, like, lost my... Am I going to have a brain aneurysm? Like, it's such a weird feeling. And then my period will start. I'm like, ah, that's why I was dizzy. And that's why. And I remember I was telling one of my clients, because I do lashes, y'all. All of my clients are pretty much female, so... 
me and my clients, we talk about this kind of shit together. <laughs> and she was like, oh, but things change like that the older you get. And in my head, I'm like, you're trying to normalize that I'm dizzy. Like, that is not normal. I should not be feeling dizzy. And so I've been learning a lot more about literally women's body, like my woman's body. And as a first-generation Portuguese American, I am sure I can relate to plenty of other cultured women where I can say I did not learn about my girl stuff really ever. My mom was just like, you got two older sisters. I signed a paper for you to be able to hear about it in class from your teacher. Mas conversa? It's not going to come from me. My mom was not going to have really those conversations with me. I think she handed me a book that said, you know, what's going to happen with me and my body. So I am still learning about my body and what is normal and what is not. And there are a lot of things that are happening um, during my menstrual cycle that is not normal. And I think that is really the end-all be-all about my dizzy cells. I just have that gut feeling. So I could not get an appointment with my OB until January. And I made that appointment a month ago. So it's really crazy out there, guys. So if you're at trying to get a doctor's appointment and feel like you can't, I'm right there with you. So let's just hope for the best for Sylvia Costa. Let's just hope that I can get the help that I deserve and I can just one day come on this podcast and say, you guys, I am feeling amazing and energetic and I can conquer the world because I am not conquering shit right now and I did not recognize myself for a minute there and it was very sad scary and I never want to be in that place again so hoping I'm not going to give up on having a medication because I do think it'll help me and the more and more that I research people that have ADD it does link to people that have dementia and Alzheimer's and I see it. I saw it in my grandma. She definitely had ADD. Um, and I think it's uh, pretty sure ADD is genetic and I can see it in my mom. Like we're just like people that just don't stop. I, I am such a version of my mom and my grandma. It's not even funny. Like I I can't stop cleaning. I, it's not that I'm OCD. It's just there's always something I freaking clean. And I just want to live. My goal is like one day. And I have one day where I feel like the house is clean. I want to like enjoy a clean house for like one day, 24 hours. Many people tell me one day you're not going to have the little toys one day you're not going to have this you're not going to have this enjoy it now and make memories now i still want my house clean so i don't know i'm on the road to recovery i wanted to be very transparent about how i really have been struggling and i feel like i am really surface level it's been really really bad and really really hard lots of tears 
and lots of hugs from my husband. And I have to commend my husband because, oh my God, like he really is, uh, he really was placed in my life for a reason. I feel like I have a very supportive partner. I have somebody that is on board to go through this like journey of figuring me and myself out to get better for everybody, for myself, for him, for the kids. So I'm very lucky that I have someone that supports me through that. Right now, at this moment, I feel amazing. I feel good. Um, but I had a lot of like, you know, family time that always heals the soul. And Christmas. I love Christmas so much, you guys. This is my favorite, favorite time of the year. I love buddy sweatshirts. I have my Christmas Red Sox sweatshirt right now. I'm a California girl, but my husband was born in Massachusetts. So when we got married, I agreed to be a bandwagon Red Sox fan. So here I am. Um, I am enjoying the cold. I am enjoying all of this. The Christmas, everything. I have a 12-year-old, a 5-year-old, and a 2-year-old. So it's so much fun. Christmas is so much fun when you have little ones. And I'm enjoying seeing especially my 5-year-old right now. He is at his time of believing. And he's so theatrical. And it's just cool. So we're doing the whole elf thing. I have an a humongous and this is a great tip for people hosting parties i have a humongous hardcore gingerbread house and it's for the kids to color and stuff and i bought it for my nieces and nephews and of course my kids to play on thanksgiving and it was a hit it was the first time i had a party at my house and like all the toys were not dumped out in in the rooms i told my husband i was like dude the rooms are still spotless. That has never happened. So get yourself a cardboard cutout of whatever. I got it for $15 at Walmart. It was the best thing to have at the party. So I have a, my house is so Christmas out. We have a million inflatables in the front yard. We are doing it. We are in the Christmas spirit. Speaking of Christmas spirit. If you guys love hearing Portuguese or American Christmas music all the time, if you go on the Radio Classic station on Palma, on the Palma app, they are playing nonstop Christmas Portuguese and American Christmas music all season long. So when you get in the mood, go to Radio Classic on Palma and listen to that Christmas music. Okay, so moving forward. I am doing something fun next week or maybe the week after. Uh, on the 14th, Thursday the 14th, I am going to San Francisco and I'm going to the 420 Mike Rita and Umagaza comedy show. So um, it is at a dispensary in San Francisco and Mike Rita the comedian, Portuguese American comedian, is going to have a gig there. And then Umakaza, the Portuguese restaurant, is catering, and they are going to have some yummy munchies for that show. So it is a 420-friendly show. 
And I'm going to go with one of my old school girlfriends and some of my friends. And we're going to have a great time. And I'm going to get home late. And I haven't gone home late from anything in a long time. So we will see. Um, so that is going to be something to definitely look forward to. I have, you guys, I have so many people to interview, which I'm so excited for. But like I said, I have not been well. I have not had the energy. And through all of that, my kids got sick with RSD. So they were so sick for like two weeks straight. And then I ended up getting sick too. So my energy was so low, no sleep, sleep deprived. Then going through this whole medication shift, like, I was so bad. So bad. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I'm out of that. I'm happy to share the bad and the good news with you guys. You guys are going to end up listening to a lot of these um, new guests that I have coming up. I hate saying the guests now or what to look forward to because there's been so many times that I'm like, oh, I'm going to have this person and that person and just like it didn't happen and I feel like it doesn't happen yet. Like there's so many guests that I have and that we are planning to record. But when I have guests, it's such a mood. It's such a vibe. I'm like, you know, this is the one that's going to be next. So um, there's so much to look forward to. And in the new year especially. So I'm sure I'll come on here before the new year and have another show for you guys. But I hope you enjoyed the solo episode with your girl, your host, Sylvia Costa. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I hope you're having a happy holiday. Put your mental health first. Take care of yourself. Notice when you're being a bitch <laughs> and it's not normal. And, um, yeah, if you have any questions about my little journey and you're kind of going through something similar, feel free to reach out to me. This is literally one of my favorite parts about having the podcast is like making new friends over our um, imperfections. And I love when I get messages from people like, oh my God, your last episode, I related to so much. So hopefully not too many people relate to my psychotic episode of uh, my ADD journey. But at the same time, maybe someone's feeling the way that I'm feeling and they now are interested in checking in on their mental health. And now we're all on the mental health healing journey. Wouldn't that be great? All right, guys. Signing off. Sayonara, suckers. I will see you and hear from you guys soon. Hopefully, this video and audio records great, and you guys can say that you saw my Christmas tree, and we can finally get some video production out there. Boa noite, boas festas, I love you guys, until next time.